Welcome to Authentic Energy, a podcast dedicated to getting to the bottom of what it means to be your true, authentic self at work. I am your host, Wendy Brand. Let's take this learning journey together as I meet with guests weekly. Whether you are a leader or individual contributor, a teacher or a nurse, we'll share conversations and stories that highlight meaningful connections, self-awareness, a sense of belonging, and all the components necessary to create a workplace where you can show up in your authentic energy. Welcome back to Authentic Energy. We are back for another episode in the So series with Whitney Conservic and I. Today we are talking about opportunity. I think this episode provides a pretty good recap of where we are in the series, so I won't be redundant and rehash that here. But if you're joining us in this So series, you may want to go back and listen to the first two episodes of the series. And the Seed series is the prequel to the So series, so if you really want to get up to speed, go give those episodes a listen as well. But for those of you that are caught up, I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back, Whitney. We're back talking about the So series. So our episode today is around opportunity. And if we just think back and recap on the last two episodes, we were talking about desire, choosing the seed, and having the desire to make the change, then understanding the landscape, looking at what risks exist. And so there was homework last week Mm. to say, what is the cost of making the change? And what's the cost of not making the change? But now we're looking at opportunity. Yes. So, and I think we looked this up as we were preparing for this Mm -hmm. episode. The definition of opportunity is a set of circumstances that make it possible to do something. Quite simply, just the set of circumstances that make it possible to do something. So as we are looking at where do we want to plant these seeds, where, what opportunity exists It's all about what are those circumstances? What's possible? Yeah, I think oftentimes when we think about opportunity, we think about what we see or what's in front of us. And so it's easiest for me to equate that to like job searching. So if a recruiter calls you out of the blue and says, hey, we have this opportunity for you or you're networked internally and, you know, a colleague says, oh, my gosh, I have this great role. um, That's generally how we see opportunity. But I think we're going beyond that, right? So if you see, you could plant seeds anywhere in your yard, but you have to like decide where that's going to be. And oftentimes you have to create the circumstances to get there. So it's not happenstance, it's circumstance, deliberate circumstance. So I think we said, it's not what you see, it's believing what you can be. I really like that. And so that, that implies that it's not just about what that opportunity is, but sometimes it might be creating the opportunity. Yeah. I think of it as, uh, you know, somebody presents you with an opportunity to be a manager for a segment of a business, your ability to stand back and go, well, hang on. If I have the ability to be a manager for this small segment of the business at the company that I currently exist at, like, what are, what am I capable of doing outside this company? What does the industry really w- look like? Could I run my own company in this segment of the business, you know, and and to actually go a little broader than that to really understand whether or not you should seize the opportunity in front of you. It's this is the opposite of a bird in the hand, right? A lot of times, yes. I, I don't. I was raised on that 
limiting belief, like a bird in the hand. You got this one. Take that. Don't even bother looking past it because there's nothing but danger back there. This is a sure thing. So, you know, an opportunity lands in your lap. You've got all this advocacy. Just do it. I think what we're saying is, sure, evaluate that. That makes sense, right? All those things are good. But what if you went a step further and could see how great you could be or how great the, how great the opportunity could be? I like what you're saying because what it also makes me think about is you're not dependent upon the outcome of that, let's say, that opportunity. So if the recruiter reaches out to you, this has happened to me before, recruiter reaches out to me, tells me about some amazing role, and I get really excited about it. And the recruiter sells me on it. And then I go through a couple interviews and I don't get it. And I was just fine before the recruiter reached out to me, but now I'm pissed off or disappointed that, you know, and feel rejected. But if in the situation, if I looked at it as, wow, this is a neat opportunity, what else about this opportunity feels right for me? Or what about this opportunity feels right for me? What else? could feel right for me. So when you look at all the opportunity and not just the one, you're able to unhook or disconnect from what, you know, dependency on that outcome. I really like that being able to, and and I've had similar circumstances where you're like, man, I'm really excited about this opportunity. You don't get it. And you're like, man, I didn't even want to work at a shoe company. Like, I don't know (laughs) why I'm mad right now or feel dejected. Like there's no reason. So the question is, what did I really love about that? It Maybe it could have been the asking. Maybe you were flattered because they asked. Maybe it was the scope of what they were doing. It was bigger than what you have. Maybe it was the problem solving. You really dig solving puzzles and this had a lot of puzzling in it. Uh, so it's it also it lets you explore a little bit your wants and then you can more effectively apply that as you go forward and consider creating an opportunity. If you're like, man, I could really do use a puzzling job that has greater impact than the role that I'm in. What industry would that be fun in? And then you can start your search. Now you've got some parameters to stay within. And then there's opportunity everywhere, right? Then you can see opportunity in a lot of different things, not just in that one thing that was placed in front of you. For sure. I think the other thing to realize is that and kind of along these same lines, that opportunity is not finite, right? Mm-hmm. There's not, it's not just this one single point in time. And so when I think about building my business as an example and seeing where the opportunity lives, if I think one thing is an opportunity and I'm not successful at that, let's say for like I had a workshop last year and it I didn't get as many people to attend as I wanted to. But that doesn't mean I'm going to stop hosting workshops. I love doing that. I believe it brings value to other people and it allows me to use my strengths. So I'm going to keep trying it. Maybe I'll tweak a couple things to see why it didn't fill up, you know, as much as I thought it would. But I'm not going to give up on that opportunity to continue to grow and help others. Yeah. Love that. So you are really thinking about the feedback as information, not as good or bad. Yeah. Yes. Not judging it as good or bad, but it just is and keep trying. Yeah. 
I really like that, that opportunity is not finite. I think, again, this is another one of those traps as people are transitioning. And this could be in personal relationships if you're going through a divorce or you're, you know, like, I'll never find another person or I'll never find another job as good as this one if you're transitioning. Opportunity is not finite. It is continuous and it is all around us. And so that's a really great point to make. I was talking with a friend this past week and she talked about that. And it was, you know, as you go through this job interview process and you're presented with something that's actually less than what you want. So Mm. not that you didn't get the job, but worse, you're being offered something that is a lesser role that you were in, pays less than you were making in your last gig, has less potential opportunity, but you feel like it's the last job on the planet. This is, if I don't take this, man, there's nothing else out there. Also a a limiting belief that we tell ourselves, right? It's it's sort of like, (laughs) her analogy was, it's like a car dealership. You go into a car dealer and you get, you sit at the, all of us have done this, right? You get into a car, they're like, how's it going to take to put you in this car today? And they you sit there for hours and they drag that thing out. And by the time you get to the end, you think you start to feel like, oh man, if I walk away, this is going to be really bad. But you always have to be willing to walk away so that you're applying the right lens to the opportunity mm-hmm. that's in front of you, because it, it may not be, it's never the last opportunity. <laughs> right. I promise you there are more Ford F-150s. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going away. This is not the last deal you can make. Yeah. In fact, Mm -hmm. it might be the flip of that. If you're willing to walk away, it actually gives you leverage. Because you can see infinite potential and that. The person on the other side of that is trying to get you to see the limited potential to force your hand into an opportunity that isn't to your advantage. And we have... We have the potential and the ability to create the opportunity that we want, believing what we can be. Yeah. Believing what you can't see. Yes. So when an opportunity doesn't feel right, so when you're in that position of somebody using scarcity to force your hand into an opportunity that doesn't feel quite right, why doesn't it feel quite right? I think if we use our values, going back to our seed series, if we use our values as an anchor to always go back to when we're making decisions or maybe even looking at possibilities and opportunities, if the opportunities aren't in alignment with our values, we probably shouldn't spend a lot of time on them. Yeah. And it makes sense that that friction would show up when you think, uh, you know, if one of your values is growth, And the thing you're being presented with is the opposite of that. You're going backwards in your career um, or you're repeating lessons that you've already learned in in your personal relationship or those things. And you're, you're directly impacting that growth value. So it would make sense that you feel that friction. Yes. So it's important Mm. to go back to, to just bounce it off your values, you know, bounce that opportunity up against your values and see, see where you land. What a great way to evaluate. Well, I think we might have some homework. I love homework. You know, you mentioned scarcity. And so I think when we look at opportunities, the real challenge is re- is to see the abundance. Yes. In everything. We talked about this. It's the abundance ideation or the AI mm. of coaching. <laughs> it's 
So abundance ideation. So if we think about the what ifs that we did a couple of weeks ago and then the cost. So we said, what happens if we don't do this? What, do we, what will it cost us to do this? Question is, okay, now that we've we've decided that we should or shouldn't do it, like what were, are the opportunities that sit in front of us now? What can we see? And that's the first limit. But then what can't we see? It's that abundance mindset of what could we create from the information? So not judging the circumstance, but we've gotten all this great feedback from the processes that we've been through. So based on that information, what are the opportunities that we could create for ourselves? Ooh, I like that a lot. So if we took five minutes, if our if we just did kind of a quick five minute to think about the change hmm. and we've, we'd already kind of done the what if, but now to try on other opportunities, if that feels like an opportunity, what else could feel like an opportunity for us? Yes. How go, go big. Like, mm. yeah, yeah. Really push the limits. I mean, let nothing hold you back. Try to just, you know, if if there were no boundaries, if there were no limits, what else could feel like an opportunity for you? Yeah. And then next week, we'll talk about preparing the soil, really yeah. starting to prepare for that change. So we've Im- imagined all the opportunities and then we have to get ready for them because they're going to happen. Yeah. You've got to, you got to will it into being. So what, what is it going to take to, to create the thing that you've imagined and believe is true? All right. This was great. Thanks so much, Whitney. Until next oh, week. Good to see you, Wendy. What a great conversation. Okay. Here are my takeaways. Number one, opportunity is not just happenstance. It is creating the circumstance. Number two, It's not about believing what you can see. It's about believing what you can be. Number three, you should not be dependent on the outcome of an opportunity. Instead, expand your thinking to consider if that opportunity is available, what are all of the opportunities that could be possible? Number four, opportunity is not finite. It is continuous and all around us. Don't let the car salesman convince you otherwise. Number five, There is not a scarcity of opportunities. Opportunities are abundant. Number six, bounce the opportunities you're considering off of your values to evaluate if the opportunity is right for you. So the homework this week is we're calling it abundant, abundance ideation. Spend five minutes and consider what opportunities can you see and what opportunities can you not see that are available to you. Think big, really push the limits. Let nothing hold you back. And take a minute to write down the answer to this. If there were no limits, what would the opportunities be? That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you. And we look forward to talking to you next week.